Hi, friends. Welcome to the Liz Teach Podcast. I hope that you're having an amazing day or evening whenever you meet me here. I am really excited and going through some emotions about sharing this, and you're going to probably ask, why? What's the big deal? But as we delve into this topic of peace, I think some of you will relate to things that I will be speaking about. And so for me, today is Saturday that I'm recording this to be able to post it on Monday. And I woke up and like always, praise God, the first thought on my mind uh, is God. And I immediately put some worship music on. I don't always immediately put worship music up, but today I did. Sometimes I I get out of bed and once I get to the bathroom, that's when the worship is uh, being put on. But anyway, (laughs) that's my morning routine. So, you know, praise God for the spirit that is alive and connects us to God. And I really encourage you that when you open your eyes, you find God immediately, you connect with him immediately and not connect immediately with whatever trouble you're going through. Even if you're waking up because you have a beautiful child that's waking you up, just uh, find yourself abiding in him and bringing that peace and what he fills you with into that room with that child. So when I woke up and was just meditating on him, he immediately put this thought on my mind. And so, you know, and as a side note, you know, you know, always my conversations have side notes. As a side note, often I hear people say, God doesn't speak to me the way he speaks to you, or I don't hear God. Well, first of all, you have to spend time with him in order to hear him. You have to spend time in his word because his word will reveal who he is and how he speaks to you. Uh, so, For example, if you did not know me and I came knocking at your door and said, hi, but not my name, let me in, who is it? Who is it? But if you know me, you would say, oh, hi, Liz, come in because you know my voice. So we allow God in. We allow him to speak to us when we know his voice. We are not afraid. We look forward to it because we know it's a voice that loves us, a a voice that cares for us. And so you have to get to know him. And so when you say good morning to somebody that loves you, they don't stay silent. They respond. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> they're not grouchy pants in the morning. Uh, you, they respond. And so when you speak to God, he will respond. This is the key, though. Give him a chance to respond. Uh, too often, we don't like his response. That's why we say, no, he's not talking to me. And girl or boy, <laughs> you know he is. You know he's telling you what to do, and you just don't want to do it. So, But that's another thing. I just wanted to put that, because a lot of times people will say, well, God doesn't speak to me like he speaks to you, Liz. Well, I've been serving God for many years, and we have a, a communication that has been developed over time. And the way I hear him now is definitely not how I heard him at the beginning when I was just getting to know him. And so because I know him even better, I know his voice. The enemy can't trick me uh, even when he says something good because it's you just know. You just know, guys. I don't know how else to explain it, my friends, but you just know. So. That's a little freebie on this little podcast. I just wanted to share that because side note, you already know who listened to me. Pet peeve number 133 is when people tell me, oh, God doesn't speak to me like you do. Excuse me. 
I didn't wake up like this. I, it didn't just happen. I spent time with him. I spent time with him. I want to yell. But I say, no, you have to spend time with him. <laughs> Not necessarily in that voice. You already know. But anyway, that's one of my pet peeves. It's like, this didn't just happen. Or when people have great marriages, I wish I had a marriage like yours. Well, what are you doing about your marriage being a great marriage? So, all right. Went on too long in that little tangent pet peeve. Here we go. We are talking about peace today. And the reason I was thinking about this was, and I'm going to tell you what I was actually going to put on Facebook, and I might still do a post, but I wanted to read this to you. <clears throat> uh, sometimes people say, I feel peace when I'm alone right? Have you ever heard that? I've said it myself. I've said it myself where I'll say it's more peaceful when I'm by myself, or I don't mind being by myself because it's more peaceful, you know, whether it's because I'm home alone or whatever, that's not peace. That's quiet time. You know, when you send your child, Hey, you need some quiet time going through that's quiet time. Now you can feel God's peace in your quiet time. But if you only feel, quote unquote, peace when you're alone, that's not God's peace. Because God's peace is something that abides with you and around you. And so the peace that surpasses all understanding, which is what the word talks to us about, is a peace that is with us at all times. No matter who we're surrounded by, no matter where we are, the situation we're facing, because we have tasted of that peace, know that peace, know the giver of peace, we're able to abide in that peace. Sometimes it takes a moment, right, where you're in the midst of something and your emotions are taking over and you have to talk to yourself like David would talk to his soul and say, praise the Lord, oh, my soul. He would talk to himself, praise the Lord, oh, my soul. What are you doing? Come on, praise the Lord. So you have to talk to yourself and say, take a moment, breathe in God's peace. I do this with my grandson in the morning because sometimes he has mornings where I don't know, because his mom didn't let him wear a certain shirt, it's the end of the world, right? God, if we only had those problems, <laughs> if, if we could only have those kind of problems. But and I'll tell him, okay, let's breathe in the peace of God. Let's just blow out all that uh, worry and anxiety and nastiness you're feeling right now. Let's breathe in the peace <laughs> and blow out the attitude. We don't want to ruin our day over a shirt. And he'll, okay, Lila, okay. You know, and that's what the Holy Spirit does to us. What are you doing? Why are you getting so mad at the car in front of you and, and you know, at this red light? Why are you getting so angry at your child? You're stressed out. God comes and speaks to us and says, take a moment, take a breather, breathe in my peace. Because then there are moments that we do need the peace that surpasses all understanding because you're at the uh, the foot of a bed of a loved one that is dying or you just got served divorce papers or somebody just abandoned you or you just got a, you just got fired or you didn't get the promotion and 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 your emotions want to overtake and in that moment the peace that surpasses all understanding because it makes no sense, right? And we hope those of you that are Christians and that profess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I hope that people see that in you, that when you're going through something, a peace just overcomes you. 
And so I know that I've been dwelling on this because I've been asking God for peace. There's just some circumstances. The funny thing is it's outside circumstances. In my in my home, in my job, I feel peace. But when people I love don't have peace, it breaks my heart, you know? And so I'm learning to learning to abide differently in God and huh how would i phrase it i don't know right because sometimes the god is is unexplainable it's just different there's so many facets to him you know like when you look through a kaleidoscope and you see all the different shapes and colors and somebody else can see different shapes and colors i hope that's what it's called right kaleidoscope yeah it's been a while since I said that word <laughs> or even thought about it. But anyway, thank you, Holy Spirit, because that's exactly it. So there's a different facet of his peace that I am trying to abide in and that I have to make a choice to abide in, right? Because we can't let people that choose not to live in peace, that choose to live in toxicity, that choose to be unwhole that they're making a conscious choice because they know different, they can do differently, can't let their lack of peace encroach on your heart. The tricky part is, right, when you love them and want better for them, uh, but they haven't just accepted the revelation, the truth, that the surrender to God is what they need, that the surrender of God, of of being right. You know, sometimes we're anxious and we're afraid and we're angry and we're bitter because we want to be right and we're not going to let go of our pride. Just a whole mess of emotions, right? And so we affect people that we are around. And so I'm trying in my family life, in my work life, that the uh, nonsense. <laughs> I don't know what nonsense and toxicity and lack of God's peace does not encroach on my peace. Because then if I lose my peace, I become reactionary. And when I become reactionary and react in ways that are not pleasing to God, then I go down another spiral, right? And I go down the spiral of that I failed God, I failed my loved one. I it's uh, it's horrible, horrible, and I know you can relate to me. And so, I uh, just the continual asking the Holy Spirit for the peace that surpasses all understanding, and that I, I can't be somebody else's peace. They have to do that on their own. Like I, you know, I am seeking my peace. Nobody can give it to me except God. I am seeking the way to deal with this with situations that will benefit me and benefit others uh, in a way that is not draining, that is not toxic, that is not just thinking of my own self, right? If we read 1 Corinthians 13, love and what it really is. And so that's what we have to do. We have to find God's peace for ourselves and hope that it emanates to others. I've been learning recently um, when I'm in situations that, and I don't always get it, guys. When I'm in situations where somebody is speaking badly about another person is to kind of retreat or be silent, not join in. And when God says to say something, to say something to change the narrative, right? I'm trying to have people's back the way I want my back to be had. 
<laughs> it sounds funny. <laughs> the way I want to be supported, I want to try to support others, right? And then, you know, above all, I can't get the peace that surpasses all understanding if I'm not abiding with God, if I'm not spending time in his presence. And I have to be honest, in this past week and last week that I have been working like a crazy lady and just reading so much. And this week I actually took off from working on Zoom and had a lot of reading to do from work. In those moments, it's I've been doing mostly drive-through prayers. I'm going to be honest. And so the peace that I need now that surpasses all understanding is not going to be found in a drive-through prayer. That kind of peace is not fast food. That kind of peace is sitting down, having a meal, <laughs> enjoying it, dissecting it. It's a few courses, you know, when you go to a top-notch restaurant, it's just a few courses, right? And so I had to make the decision, hey, we're what's going on? We're not doing that. We're not doing that. And God is so merciful. He's so merciful that immediately when I spend time with him, he starts speaking to me immediately. And that's wonderful, but I want to go a deeper. So I want to go more into his presence and that's not going to happen in 15 minutes or 20 minutes. You know what I mean? It's just when you are in a situation that requires the peace that surpasses all understanding, you need to submerge yourself in God's presence. And it can't be 15 minutes a week. It just can't. Not that I did 15 minutes a week. Oh my God. I wouldn't survive if I just talked to Jesus 15 minutes a week. I, Guys, I, let me tell you, you would not want to know the Liz that spent 15 minutes a week with the Lord Jesus. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, each day. It was just 15 minutes, 10 minutes here, some a little bit in the evening, a little bit in the morning. And it's just, no, no, this situation calls for being submerged and focusing and not talking to him, but then saying, oh, I have to read these 30, 40, 50, 100 pages today, whatever it was my goal for the day. It's been honestly, guys, 100 pages a day. So yeah, so yeah, complete transparency. That's been my couple of weeks, my struggle. Oh, and God is so good to me. I love him so much because he's like, we're just going to give her some time. <laughs> I'm going to talk to her, but she knows that she needs to spend more time with me. And so since yesterday, I've been just like, okay, let's shake this off. Let's get into God's presence. And um, so that's why I can find myself in front of this microphone speaking so freely because having spent time with him the way I should and that uh, I should continue to, uh, you know, I feel his just presence abided me and comforting me and bringing me conviction in my own words. And I hope that it's bringing conviction to you. If you're going through a circumstance that is difficult, if you're facing people that are difficult, if you're facing, I don't know, a decision that is difficult, whatever it is that you're facing, right? We love to say, oh, I'm facing a mountain, but I got the faith of a mustard seed. You're not going to get through it with drive-through prayers. <laughs> You're not. Those are not times for fast food. Those are time, that's a time for Ocean Prime. <laughs> that's a wonderful restaurant here in Tampa. It's 
uh, absolutely top notch and amazing. And it's not a meal you rush through. You savor every bite. And so it's time for those ocean prime prayers and, and not drive through prayers. And so I can come and tell you this because I've been there, done that, just been there, done that. Uh, and I love how God can just renew and restore. And let me tell you, I feel so loved by him, so loved by him when he corrects, when he aligns, because he cares. And it's like him saying, daughter, I want to spend time with you. Come on. Do you ever, I know I have a couple of friends uh, that I enjoy spending time with them and we will be together two, three hours and it feels like 20 minutes. And we just talk and they actually listen. And, you know, uh, it's just, it's wonderful the conversations that we have about everything, about everything. And so that's God. We're made in his likeness and image. And so he has those desires to be with us and spend time with us the way we should for him. And so I encourage you, I encourage you to spend time with him and to, find that peace. So let's pray. I don't know what's, what you're facing. I ask you to pray for me as I face a couple of things this week. Actual feeling dread, feeling dread, D-R-E-A-D, dread <laughs> about a couple of things. And that's not of God. That's not of God. So that means I'm approaching the situation, me, myself, and I, instead of with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Spirit. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much. I thank you, thank you, thank you, first of all, for just being always on my mind and my spirit, and that I am on your mind and heart at all times. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for my your mercy that my friends will learn from me today that um, even when we perceive that we failed you, right? Because sometimes, God, we perceive that and you don't see it that way at all. Like you understand us and uh, that they will see how amazing you are. And I appreciate you, God. I appreciate you, Father. I appreciate your loving kindness and mercy to me so much from the bottom of my heart. We're, we're not going to go down that road, God, because I'm just going to boohoo cry the rest of the prayer. Heavenly Father, that my friends will get to know you that way, that they would desire you the way I do, that they would desire to spend time with you, really just spend that time and having that eight-course meal with you and, and just treasuring every moment and savoring every moment as your word says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Father, thank you. Thank you uh, that you are just always, always at our disposal, always ready to listen to us, God, that we would also be ready to listen to you, ready to hear your voice. Father, thank you. Thank you because you meet us where we are. And Lord, when we truly spend time with you, we want to do it often. That's why I miss it, God. That's why I miss when we don't have a seven course meal, when I don't approach you for a seven course meal, because I know how amazing it is. And I'm so grateful for your Holy Spirit that reminds us how amazing it is. We, we hear a song or someone says something and it's just like, yes, yes, that's where I need to be. And so I thank you, God. I thank you that you always, 
always, always respond when I call Father. I thank you that I trust you, that even if you say something that is not necessarily what I want to hear, it's because you love me, you want to set it right, that my friends would understand that, that you're a good father, that you are a good father, and that you just want what's best for us. Father, I ask for a just continual surrender in my life and that my friends will continually surrender to you, surrender everything they have, everything they are, Father. There's nothing like having complete surrender with you, God. There's nothing like it. The peace, the true peace we find, God. Peace that we can find no matter where we are or whoever we're with, Lord God. In Jesus' name, that peace would be uh, something that we carry with us and that others would feel it. Father, give me more of your peace. Give me more of your peace, Father. That your Holy Spirit would just embrace me, envelop me, God. Lord, that that peace would heal too our broken places, Father. Lord, that your peace would heal our broken places. Father, that your peace would heal our mind, God, where we feel uh, so many thoughts and hear so many things and we plan out situations before they happen and we're just seeing scenarios that the enemy wants us to see and we approach situations with dread because of it, Father. Lord, in Jesus' name, that we would take every thought captive, as your word says, to your obedience, Father, that we would have no strongholds in our mind of the future, Lord. But instead, God, that we would look at the future with hope, Father. Lord, I thank you that you remind me of that verse that says she is clothed in in strength and dignity. And she laughs without fear of the future. I thank you, Father. I thank you, God. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you. You order my steps. You order our steps when we say yes to you, when we surrender. Lord, that my friends would get come to the place that said, that's it, I can't do this anymore without Jesus. I just cannot do it anymore without Jesus. Father, change the way we think, change the way we speak, change the way we feel because we surrender it all to you. We surrender it all to you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. All right, my friends, I hope that helped you today and every day uh, that whatever seed has been sown in your heart through this podcast will give fruit. Don't forget to share it with someone that you know perhaps is going through a situation and needs God's peace and needs to hear this perspective God is there for you, for them, for me. Oh my God, so amazing, so amazing, so amazing. I could say that 24-7. The Lord is so good. So my friends, that's it for today on this Monday meditation. May the rest of your week be blessed, that you would abide in peace, not just quiet time. (laughs) Don't just put yourself in a corner for quiet time. Abide in his peace wherever you go, wherever you find yourself. God bless you, my friends.